Chatting with Sherry is presented by the writers and illustrators of the future. They've been providing a means for new and budding writers to have a chance for their creative efforts to be seen and acknowledged. Welcome to Chatting with Sherry. Today we're welcoming the Vice President of the Writers of the Future, Emily Goodwin. She's going to talk about a new writing workshop that they're offering, and it's free. So this is a recorded session. Please don't call in. Here's Emily. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sarah. It's great to be chatting with you. I, I, you know, John talks to you all the time, so it's it's nice to finally speak to you myself. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time we've ever talked, so it's it's nice to talk to the um, other part that makes the writers of the future tick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of exciting stuff. Even though, uh, even though we have all kinds of restrictions these days and working off of laptops and so forth. There's still a lot of excitement happening with Writers of the Future. That's cool. Um, how are you guys doing dealing with the uh, uh, lockdown? Um, I mean, a lot of Zoom and, and, and Skype. And yeah, stuff, like a lot of Zoom, a lot of Skype, a lot of laptop work, and uh, but we are staying very busy with it. There's a lot happening. Um, so... I know John's part, but how did you get started with Writers of the Future? And are you a writer yourself? I don't write fiction or, no, I'm not, I don't write myself. But um, I got started, I've been with the company for about 12 years now. And, um, you know, Writers of the Future was the thing that really drew me in here. This just the contest was amazing. I, I remember the first time coming into the building and getting a tour of the author services uh, lounge, the Writers of the Future Lounge, and I was just so amazed. I had heard of it before, but I was just in in such awe, like what what Ron Hubbard was doing for these authors. And I saw the the photos on the wall, and you know who all the judges were. And you know I, I like to read science fiction myself. So that's where it all started for me, and then uh, became more and more involved and. and uh, now here I am working with the winners and with the judges every year. That's really cool. Are, yeah. So um, you're a big reader. What was your first favorite writer? Do you have one, or did uh, uh, do you, do you think it's evolved? Yeah, I mean, I think it's evolved. I I like to read the various judges. Uh, you know, um, the writers of the future. I, I I try to read a lot of the judges and winners so I can keep up with the people I'm working with a lot. I think one of the early on novels that I had read, I think there was two that were my favorites. One was the Orson Scott Card, uh, Ender's Game, and even before that, I had read L. Ron Hubbard's Battlefield Earth, um, which which I thoroughly enjoyed, and that, I think, got me really hooked. And, uh, yeah, so it just goes from there. And, of course, I, I love reading all the new, aspiring authors that become award-winning authors through the contest, so I make sure to read those every year. That's cool. I, my route to science fiction was a little different. I was a murder mystery girl, and mm. and I love Agatha Christie and oh, yeah. Queen and, you know, anything that was murder mystery. And my father, he loved, murder, he loved science fiction, <clears throat> and he wanted me to read science fiction. But I was a very sensitive little girl, and, like, the first time I saw Star Trek, it was with, like, the Gorgon monster that looked like a crocodile, and it scared me, and I, I wouldn't go back and watch it anymore. I mean, I mean, I was sick, so come on. <laughs> yeah. 
I was a very sensitive baby. So, um, so later on, when I was a teenager, my dad was trying to find a way to get me to read it. And he uh, actually, um, the first book he gave me was a book by A.E. Van Vogt. Do you know who he was? Mm, yeah. And it was uh, Slam. And okay. And he, it, it was about a girl, and she was a real powerful girl, and it, it was non-scary. There were no Bee Gees, and that's what Dad called them, bug-eyed monsters. Uh, yeah. Not Bee Gees, B-E-M. Um, and um, so that's how I got into it. Was uh, I loved fell in love with that book. I thought it was fascinating. And then Ray Bradbury and Isaac Asimov. Mm -hmm. But I had to go in the more sensitive route because I was anyway. I got very easily scared. I got scared by like uh, ghost stories and monster stories. So anything science fiction that had something scary. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 did you have any um, buggy boos when you were a kid? Well, I read the book Fear by L. Ron Hubbard, and uh, it said in the introduction, don't, you know, don't even have to wait for a dark, stormy night to read this. So, of course, I did, and uh, I I couldn't put it down until I was done. So I was up late that night, <laughs> and that, that certainly scared me. I mean, when I was younger, I was... Uh, reading some of the Agatha Christie and the R.L. Stein and <clears throat> some of the YA stuff, and that didn't really scare me. But um, later on, kind of a bit older, and I read Fear, that scared me. I, I, I would get so... I mean, just... I would say I had nightmares when I was a baby from watching oh, no. stuff. like, And they were meant for children. These were children's Saturday morning shows. I remember they had a movie of one of them, and we came home from the movie, and everything was fine. Had dinner. Dad read to us, went to bed, and I had the worst nightmare from that movie. And it was a children's movie. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you, you what it is. I mean, really too sensitive, but I mean. Yeah. But uh, if I told you what it was, you'd be shocked. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, so do you, do you get do you get scared reading or just watching movies? Anything, I, not now, but I'm much not more now. I'm much more um, uh, thick-skinned woman. Yeah, but back okay. then, I think until I was in my twenties, I was highly sensitive, and, sure. and which is really unusual. I mean, I was a California girl, you know. Most of us are not yeah. that sensitive, but I was. And yeah. I just, yeah, um, when I got into the world, when I, I, I started working in my 20s, I was in theater in my 20s, I did films, in the, acted in films in my 20s, so I was exposed to a lot of the world, and I traveled by myself, so uh, I, I, the fear level went down as the experience level went up. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah, and but it's good. It's good when you can uh, have a story, uh, experience a story through a book, and also experience it in real life. Oh yeah, I mean, it was it it was it was books, it was film, it was TV shows. Anything could scare me back then, really. But I also think books are like 
like a time travel machine. You uh, yeah. or, or or even a um, you can go into other dimensions like a dimensional machine. I always thought. I fell in love with certain shows. One of the shows when I was a little girl I fell in love with was Bewitched. And oh, yeah. in my imagination, my family was part of that family. I mean, I was I was a kid, so right. it's it's forgivable. But this is where the writer, I think, began. I would walk home by myself sometimes. Just go, I was the new kid a lot. And when you're the new kid, you end up walking by yourself mm-hmm. a lot. And so when I was walking home to entertain myself because it was lonely, I would be a character in my own version of Bewitched in my head. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. (laughs) Now, wait, you're a writer, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you, and you know all about the uh, Writers of the Future contest because you've interviewed a lot of people from the contest, right? Yep. That's awesome. Yep. I, um, I've written three novels and a memoir and a slew of short stories and a bunch of radio plays and a bunch of theater plays So and poetry. Nice. And I've won wow. awards for book and poetry. Oh, that's amazing. You're all over the place. I love it. So, so did you hear the news of what we just released this Recently, you you were you releasing the book, and I'm not. Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to know. Oh. How are you going to do the thing without the big da da show that you yeah, guys well, usually have? The, the book itself, the album that represents Writers of the Future, Volume Thirty Six, did release on the seventh of April, and you know it's it's really it's all moved to online orders and a lot of online promotion and everything that we can do right now for the winners. We did do um, the big online art reveal with a Zoom. Uh, that's where, like, the winners on the writer's side uh, see for the first time the illustrator's work for their story. And that was a, you know, normally it's a live event. But even though it wasn't live, it was still very emotional and very nice. And I'm glad that we got to do that before they just saw the art, like, when the book arrived to them. So that was super nice. And, you know, it's doing it's doing all right. Um the, the book sales, they are motoring along, so, you know, we're doing everything we can and getting, you know, everybody's helping promote, and there's a lot of people in the books, there's a lot of people to promote it, which is great, and, um, but, but one thing we also, and, and, and that book, um, you know, that's up on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and anywhere books are sold right now, you can, you can get your copy of that, of the Red of the Future 36, but, um, the other thing we did is just a few days ago is we launched the uh, L. Ron Hubbard Writers of the Future online workshop and this is a free course that we are uh, giving out and it's, it's available to anybody. We've had people sign up from seven different countries already. Uh, in 72 hours we had over a thousand people start the class and what it is, it's a free writing course so anybody can take it and it's an intermediate level course where it's taught by Orson Scott Card, Dave Farland, and Tim Powers, who are all the three lead workshop instructors for Writers of the Future, and there's a series, there's about ten essays on there, and the course takes you through, you know, coming up with stories, ideas, research, how you, you know, how you can turn interest into stories, uh, 
takes you through, you know, doing all your homework, takes you through outlining, plotting, takes you through, you know, how to write description, when to narrate, and writing dialogue, and then there's, like, a section where uh, all three of the, the authors take you through the beginning, the middle, and the end of the story, and there's a section on writing suspense, and uh, so you go through the course, and it's all set to go at your own pace. You can take as long or as short as you want on it, and there's little practical assignments. And the idea is, by the time you get to the end of the course, you actually have a short story. Uh, most people that complete the course have a story written just by the end of doing the course. So pretty, we're pretty excited about it. It definitely uh, came out of the gate uh, full speed. <laughs> it's, uh, we have hardly done anything to promote it, but somehow it's just going viral on its own, so we're, we're definitely super excited about that. Are you guys going to do a virtual award event? Um, I, I don't think we are. I mean, I can't say for sure, but we want to make sure that the winners for Volume 36 have a chance to come and do the workshop with the judges, because while we have this online workshop and anybody can do it, including the winners from this year, when somebody wins the Writers of the Future contest and they come to Los Angeles, it's a much more extensive workshop that they get. Uh, there are about you know, 15 to 20 judges. It's a lot different perspective, and it includes the business of writing, and there's a lot more that they will get out of that, and they have their awards event. So we want to make sure that they get to experience that. That's part of the whole part of the deal when you win the contest. So uh, if we have to, right now we're scheduled to have it for 27 August. We'll see how things evolve by then. And if we have to move it later, we will, but we want to make sure that they get to have that experience. I think it's really uh, interesting. Um, I don't know if you've been watching any of the stuff on television, but the kind of Brady Bunch Zoom uh, interviews that they've been putting mm -hmm. on to the different talk shows and stuff, what do you think about that? Oh, man, our, our art reveal was like straight-up Brady Bunch-style Zoom interview. I mean, you had all the faces... You know, all the winners were up on the screen, and there was John and me trying to handle all the technical of it, and uh, it was awesome. I mean, it's what we have right now. I know. I mean, everybody is trying to make the best of it, and uh, so, I, you know, I, I see it a lot now. It's, it's getting more and more, but I can appreciate people, you know, you see a group right in front of you. You look on the screen, you see a group of people, and it's great, because we can't be in groups right now. I know. I and if you think about it, we're it's a horrible thing what we're go the world is going through right now. But we're so lucky we have the technology that we can do this. No. I know. Like, yeah. I mean, just think so of true. the level of depression that would be around the world if we didn't have Skype and Zoom and all the other stuff that we have yeah. to be able to see each other. Or the other internet. Yeah. Or, or the live Instagram or the live Facebook and stuff like that yeah. and be able to watch hey I watched um, uh, Taming of the Shrew on Facebook I mean it, 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 it was a Brady Bunch screen but it, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good <laughs> yeah so, I definitely appreciate the technology that we have and that we're able to still do this I mean that we were still able to you know from our laptops and so forth, we're still able to release a book. Um, you know, a lot of the work, obviously, was done before the restrictions came into play. I mean, we, we recorded the judges' uh, 
Scott Carr, Dave Farland, Tim Powers. We recorded them back in November, so we've just been, you know, editing it and so forth and getting it ready to put online. Um, and that's been done, you know, all like from laptops and stuff. But uh, we, we, it's a it's a nice product. You should check it out. Um, you can see it if you go to writersofthefuture.com. Uh, right there in the menu, you'll see free online workshops, and um, anybody can register for it. How does it work? I mean, do um, do they give like assignments, and and then you turn the assignment in, and then you get like um, a, like I don't know how it works. Uh, I mean, how does it work? <laughs> well, here how it works is basically you 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 register for the course, and then there's a little introduction video that tells you you know what they're going to be what the aims are of it and what you're going to be learning and then you you go through a series of like you'll read a, you'll read an essay and then you'll watch a video let's say by Orson Scott Card and then there'll be a little practical assignment on it afterwards like okay here's you know you just like let's say you just learned about writing um, dialogue so then you'll have a, a practical but writing a couple pages of dialogue and it takes you through like very simply like it's very easy to go through uh, step by step and then you you know you'll get you'll you'll do a whole section on writing the beginning of your story and what has to go in there and where you should start your story and and that sort of thing and you you do a practical after that where you're going to write the beginning of your story and it just it's just very nicely takes you through and by the end of the course you have a story that's completed and, um, and then when you finish the whole course you actually get a certificate which is really nice that you have uh, completed the, the workshop and when you have a story if the person's qualified then there's a button right there that they can just go straight and enter into the writers of the future contest if it's a professional that's just polishing up well he can you know, we've had we've had amateurs take it, we've had professionals take it, um, and then we've had people that are have some basics already in writing that maybe have been like entering the Writers of the Future contest for some time. And this contest, you know, like you have somebody who's been entering maybe 20 times they've been entering the contest and they've got their wall has already, you know, five honorable mention certificates on it and or silver honorable mentions, and, and they're so close to winning because out of thousands of entries, they keep, like, almost making it. So this course would help that person in that category just push it over the edge and be able to, uh, you know, hopefully win the contest because they'll have, you know, a few more tools under their belt to, to fix their story and make it perfect. And then other people who are total beginners... Uh, you know, they're taking a lot longer on the course because you can go back and watch videos over and over. You can read things over and over. It's really at your own pace. Okay, makes sense. I was uh, yeah, when you were talking people to do at home. When you were talking about, I was thinking um, one of my um, creative writing classes I took when I was uh, in college. They, my teacher said, "You do realize that writers are the biggest eavesdroppers that there are in the world." <laughs> <laughs> because we how so because we do we listen to other conversations how we do our dialogue uh, uh, we uh, pick up conversation I mean also even watching a television show you will pick something up I did that recently I was watching something on the History Channel it wasn't dialogue it was actually something to get me out of a hole I dug myself in from a book I'm working on and I was watching this thing and 
nobody else would have reacted like this, just me. Uh, they mm. talked about uh, it's a historical it's a uh, it's a historical subject in a modern setting. But anyway, so I was watching this and, and it came up and I went, oh my god, that's it, that's what I need to do. And I'm I pull my my I didn't have any paper because I was in the living room. I pulled my cell phone and I started writing into it. And my brother's like, I had stopped it. He was watching it too, and I stopped it and I'm writing and he goes, Sherry. What are you doing? Oh, I go, doing? just a minute, just a minute. i got to just write this down before I forget. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I turn it back up. I mean, it's, just, it's hard to live with a writer because we get weird. Um, yeah. Well, there's a great video in here about writing dialogue from Orson Scott Card, which I was, it made so much sense to me. After I, you know, I, I've, tossed around a few short stories before and after I watched, you know, I'm, well, after all the editing and putting all this thing together, I probably watched all the videos five times over, but uh, I would never let those earlier stories resurface now after watching these videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is, is that people people need to practice writing and there's so many, there's, it's really difficult. It's not like there's that many ways you can do it. So your course mm -hmm. is a great thing. But also, you know, if you're not quite there, you do the course and you don't feel like you do something, just write something. Just try. Yeah. You know, if you if you write fan fiction for your favorite story, just to get your hand in and start you it, it once you get into the mode you will mm -hmm. you will write and then you can take your course and and win your contest and become published and all that other stuff. But the big thing is is to get across that that blank page doesn't have to yeah. stay blank. That's right, and that's, that's such an important point. And um, you know that's even that's even that is covered in this course. Just in terms of you have got to write a writer writes. You need to write. Mm -hmm. You know, you, the, you're going to get better by continuing to write. You're not going to sit down and just, like, for the first time sitting at a computer or something and, and you know, well, I don't know, maybe there's a few people who have done it and sat down and, like, flushed out perfection. But the way you get better is you just keep writing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's funny because uh, I've only heard of a few people who did that, that just wrote it out. Um, the only person I... I actually was it pops into my head right now um, is Agatha Christie. She didn't do that a lot. Yeah. She uh, she she was like the rest of us and trudged in notes and stuff like that. But she had this idea for a book, and uh, she wrote it during the war. She was locked down like we are right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, she it was World War Two, and stuck in her house, her apartment, whatever. Call it flat in England, and her husband was in Africa uh, doing his part in the war, and so he, she was alone. And she came up with this idea, and she she didn't eat. I think she said she had celery or something. She didn't hardly eat. Wow. She, she just wrote for two days, and wow. and sent it in, and that's what they published. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And not yeah, many people gonna, can do I that. I hope that a lot of people are doing that right now. I hope a lot of people are taking that opportunity that, you know, that want to write because uh, we always need more good stories. And especially right now, people think 
need things to read. So that's one of the reasons why we put out the Writers of the Future book uh, anyway, because people need, they want, they should have some good stories to read right now while they're staying at home. And it's interesting because um, I've interviewed people in different parts of creatives, different creatives, and, you know, actors, directors, people like that. A lot of the actors are turning their head toward writing because they can't act. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, 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 writing is a great thing. You, it, whatever form of writing that you take, do it. You know, yeah. just do yeah. it. It, it, it. And don't worry if it's good enough. That's my That's big good. thing. Don't worry about that. That's the least of your worries when you're starting. Just That's write. Right. Just write. I'm with you. Just write. The more you do it, the better you're going to get. Yep. And, I mean, you're going to... I'm working on a book. It's on seventh revision. It, it, that's normal. You're going to revise and revise and revise and revise and revise and revise. <laughs> that's part of being a writer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, my little... Yeah, you just you'll get better and better. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now... What is your website? How will people? Uh, how can people get to your website and um, sign up for that and for the and when's the next contest that they can sign up for? You know all that good stuff. Yeah, sure. So for all the things that we've talked about, um, first up, if somebody wanted to uh, do this free online workshop, they just go to writersinthefuture.com. Very simple, writersinthefuture.com. And right there you'll see a button that says free online workshop. You just click right there and it'll take you right on in. And um, if somebody wants to enter the Writers in the Future contest, which goes by, it's a quarterly contest, and we just started a new quarter so people have time to take the class right now. And, and the, the year is uh, broken down into four quarters. So June 30 is the is the uh deadline for the next quarter and you can go there writersofthefuture.com and again you'll see a button that says enter the writer writer contest and you just click on that and it'll show you right there how to submit your story and then if someone wants to buy the writers of the future book you can either go to amazon or barnes and noble wherever you buy books or you can get it straight from the publisher at galaxypress.com and you'll see it right there on the home page it's a big release right now and um when they do that, is there like levels that they have to? I mean, I'm, I've interviewed a lot of people, but it doesn't mean I'm an expert. Mm -hmm. Is there levels of uh, writing that, like, I know you can't be published, but maybe you've done short stories in amateur way or something. Is there different mm -hmm. levels you can put in, or how does it work? Well, right there on the site, it will tell you what the rules are of the contest. I mean, it is a contest for amateurs, so you cannot be a professional author, but that, you know, professional author is defined here, and it's like you have a certain amount of, uh, you know, like professional publication is deemed payment of at least $0.08 cents per word, at least 5,000 copies or 5,000 hits. So some people will have put some stories up self-published on Amazon and maybe they, you know, unfold a couple thousand, but they would still be qualified for the contest. Um, it's all, it's just one contest. There's a writer contest and there's an illustrator contest. So it's, 
but there is in different levels of like this one's for amateurs this one it's no age group i mean this thing is it's blind judge so that means that the, the judges do not see the name or anything about or where they're from uh, the entries that come in so you could be a 75 year old from nigeria entering the contest we will the judges will never know that you could be a 16 year old from kansas it you know it's very wide open for everybody, which levels the playing field, uh, which is how Ellen Hubbard originally set it up, so that it was just open for anybody, and there wasn't any, you know, you're not competing against the pros, and it's, there's no way of favoring any specific people. And what is the uh, social um, media uh, handles that you use for the different social media? Could you give those out? Sure. So on, it's, it's writers and illustrators of the future on Facebook. If somebody were to go to Facebook, writers and illustrators of the future, and it's on, um, on let's say, Twitter. You can type in writers of the future on any of those, and you will, you will make it there. Okay, so uh, it, it, it's basically the same thing on like Instagram and Twitter and all that. Yeah, it's basically the same. Okay. All right. One. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Emily. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I had a blast. It was great chatting with you, Sherry. Thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry.